Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Artist Profile Series, Episode 9. In this episode, I'm going to introduce you to the work of an artist who is considered by many to be the father of abstract art. This is Vasily Kandinsky, a Russian artist born in Moscow on December 4, 1866, to a wealthy aristocratic family. His family observed the Russian Orthodox faith, which continued to be an influence upon Kandinsky's creative work throughout his life. As a child, Vasily learned to play cello and piano and developed a love for music and art. He saved his money and bought a box of oil paints at the age of 14. He recounts having an intense emotional response to the colors as he looked at them, although it wouldn't be until later in life when he began to pursue art as a vocation. As a young man, Kandinsky studied law and lectured at the Moscow University. And then at the age of 30, he turned down a professorship to pursue his love of art in Munich, Germany. Kandinsky's childhood love of music followed him, even compelled him toward his pursuit of visual art. Often as he painted, he listened to music and came to view his paintings as a visual equivalent to sound. In his mind, he was literally painting sound. He said, The sound of colors is so definite that it would be hard to find anyone who would try to express bright yellow in bass notes or dark lake in the treble. The titles of Kandinsky's paintings such as Fugue, Movement, and Improvisations reflect his perceived relationship between color and sound. The colors in his paintings work together like notes forming chords. He said, Color is the keyboard, the eyes are the harmonies, the soul is the piano with many strings. The artist is the hand that plays, touching one key or another to cause vibrations in the soul. When you look at Kandinsky's works, they may first appear chaotic or random, but in fact, his work is incredibly technical and decided, much like notes forming melodies and chords. Colors and shapes take on deeply spiritual meanings for Kandinsky. For instance, he says, White represents the endless possibilities in life, while black represents non-existence in death. Green, to him, represented stillness and peace, while red was restless, glowing, and alive. Sharp angles represented aggression, while circles he viewed as dull. The triangle took on a particular spiritual meaning for Kandinsky, representing the life of the spirit, and offered spiritual nourishment in a geometrical form. The spiritual triangle, he says, slowly but surely with irresistible strength, moves onward and upwards. For Kandinsky, sound and color and shape were packed with spiritual meaning. Kandinsky's experience of color having a coordinating sound could be considered a form of synesthesia, which is a neurological condition where two or more of the senses cross over. People who experience synesthesia may hear colors or taste sounds. 
Kandinsky recounts an experience of seeing colors in music while attending an opera. He said, I saw all my colors in spirit before my eyes. Wild, almost crazy lines were sketched in front of me. Whether Kandinsky's interplay between color and sound were an actual result of synesthesia or not, I don't know. But understanding that color and sound and shape speak as a spiritual language makes perfect sense to me. Art forms interpret one another and lead us beyond our material worlds to a deeper and inner experience. I think of the Hebrew word halal, where we get our hallelujah. This word embodies much more than the simple praise we equate it to mean. In fact, it looks and sounds much more like Kandinsky's ideas of the spiritual nature of art than our modern use of the word. Halal means to make a clear sound or to be brilliant in color. It means to make a show, to boast, to be clamorously foolish. It means to rave and to celebrate, to give light and to sing. It means to be ecstatic, worthy of praise, or to rage with violent emotion. Like this word halal, Kandinsky's work blends sound and color and aims at calling us out of our materialism into higher and deeper expressions of the spirit. Painting for Kandinsky was a form of worship. He saw art as a vehicle of liberating the human spirit and an aid in drawing us into a greater experience of reality than our everyday lives. In this light, it makes sense why toward the end of his life, several of his works were confiscated by the Nazis and destroyed as degenerate art. But Kandinsky continued painting and pursuing the spiritual nature of art until he died in relative obscurity in France on December 13, 1944. Kandinsky is perhaps not only a father of abstract art, but a forerunner of our modern-day movement of art and faith. Kandinsky's lifelong interest of the spiritual relationship between sound and light has much to teach us today as we continue to explore the relationship between creativity, art, and the life of the Spirit. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a full interview episode. Be sure to get your tickets to the 2019 The Breath in the Clay Creative Arts Gathering. You can find a link to The Breath in the Clay in the show notes of this episode and on makersandmystics.com. If you'd like to support the production of this podcast, please follow the link to patreon.com slash makersandmystics or visit makersandmystics.com for details. Thanks again, friends, and we'll see you very soon.